1: good morning happy wednesday welcome back to another episode as always if you love the podcast which i hope that you do please be sure to rate it and review it i want to give a very special shout out to riley b to boa tarot and this one is like jim aa but I read every single review, and I just want to shout out these three people, say thank you so much for leaving such nice reviews of the pod. It means the absolute world to me. Also, if you haven't already, be sure to join the group chat. It's linked down in the description. It's so fun. I love everyone in it. I think we have 60 members so far. I mean, keep in mind, two of them are like me and my mom, but around 58 other people decided to join this group chat, so you should join it too. And then the last thing before we get into this week's episode, but y'all love the collective episode. It's one of the most downloaded episodes I've ever put out. You guys absolutely loved it. But in order for us to keep doing those episodes, I need questions. Guys, I need you to send me in some questions. So the Google form is down in the description. Make sure that you go, you send in your write in, send in your questions. Advice, your stories. I think since last week, since the episode aired, I have two new questions, and another episode probably won't come out until we have around like seven or eight. But make sure that you go send in your questions to the Google form. Everything's linked down in the description. Okay, so a little life update. But Dean had a job interview this morning, which is super exciting. Send good vibes. We're really excited about it. Is it a job that he necessarily wants to be doing? Debatable. But we're just excited that things are starting to flow. Things are starting to happen. And we're just going to put out positive vibes and see what we get back. Also, today when I was doing my workout, I was doing a treadmill walk. And I thought... This is something I need to share with everyone. But pro tip is to manifest while you're on the treadmill. So when I'm on the treadmill and I'm not like doing work or answering emails or making TikToks or whatever, I will put on my go-to manifest song. And I know that that sounds weird. I know that's like a weird concept. But my (laughs) go-to song is Hey Look Ma, I Made It by Panic at the Disco. And this is a song that I have played when I graduated from undergrad, when I graduated from my master's, when HC got invited to the Forbes summit, When I presented at my conference for my PhD, like all these big life events that have happened to me, I've played this song and it's kind of my hype up song. So today was when I was on the treadmill, I played this song on repeat. I listened to it on SoundCloud because I wanted like a remix. I wanted like the sped up kind of version. So I listened to it over and over and over and over while I was on the treadmill. And I just literally thought about every single thing that I want to achieve my life and I like fully pictured myself in that situation like I was thinking of me at the United Nations like at the UN giving a speech and I was in my outfit giving my speech thanking people doing my whole thing like I literally fully envisioned me at the UN giving a speech I don't know what I was saying I don't know what was like the topic I just was rambling to myself in my head but try it literally try it next time you're on the treadmill look out into the distance put on the song that makes you feel confident the song that you get hyped up to the song that motivates you and start to envision every single aspect like literally think about what you're wearing think about every single part of a situation that you want to manifest and just see if it comes to fruition When I submitted for my first conference, the one that I went to in Italy, when I submitted for it, I was super, super nervous. And every day when I was on the treadmill, I would envision how I would be up on stage giving my speech. And I got accepted. I went to Italy. I gave my speech. My speech was great. It was a really good presentation. But I literally manifested like I literally was thinking this is how this is going to go and I will accept nothing less than it and that's exactly how it went. So now it's my new thing that whenever I'm on the treadmill, I just start thinking about how my dream life looks and how I can start to make that a reality. That's kind of my only life update for this week. I mean, if you guys listened last week, you knew that I was having kind of a rough little go at everything, but like I always say, life ebbs and flows, and we are on the upswing at the moment. We're moving forward, we're progressing, things are getting better, but basically I've just been trying really hard to give myself a ton of grace this past week. I don't really have anything exciting and fun to really report to you it was more of a if I want to cry I'm gonna cry if I want to lay in bed I'm gonna lay in bed if I want to procrastinate on school I'm gonna procrastinate on school type of week so it was very boring but I think that it was very very needed because now I feel a lot better and now I feel way more inspired to be able to work hard motivate myself and get my shit done Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming, and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third party apps. Anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC, all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Okay, but let's get into this episode. So if you looked at the title, you obviously know what it's about, but I decided I'm going to be in my health girl era. I've decided I am going to really embody the whole health is wealth type of mentality and does that mean that i'm gonna stop eating a full cake in one sitting maybe not but it does mean that i'm gonna start incorporating more things into my life to be as healthy as i possibly can i've also decided that i want to age super well and that starts with taking care of my body my mind my spirit and really Becoming the hottest MILF that I can be. And then when I'm a grandma, I want to be the hottest grandma you've ever seen in your entire life. And that all starts with taking care of yourself. So that's what this episode's about. But also something that I've personally noticed, and let me know if you've noticed this too, but every single thing in my life is connected. Everything's connected. And when I eat foods that disrupt my gut and basically harm my body which i know that they do because i'm intolerant to them but i still eat them i'll get into that later but when i do stuff like that it directly gives me more anxiety i get more stressed out i start to spiral about other things i start to think about school and work and it creates this negative downward trend and so for this episode, not only am I going to talk about health in a physical body type of sense, but I'm also going to talk about like health when it comes to school and work and health when it comes to my mindset. A disclaimer before we actually fully get into the depth of this episode because I am too mentally unstable to get any hate. But take what you want leave what you don't if none of this resonates with you ignore it don't listen to me also every single person's body is different so what I'm saying that I'm doing to be as healthy as I possibly can it might not work for you you might think about this and be like this is actually stupid I hate everything about it so don't do it find what works best for you this is just my own health and wellness type of journey Okay, now that that's done, I'm going to first talk about my physical body and things that I am really going to focus on to feel my absolute best. And the first thing is eating enough food. I know that we're all guilty of it. I know we're all guilty of it, but I will sometimes when I'm stressed or I'm super busy, I won't be eating enough or I'll be eating a whole bunch of little snacks and I won't be eating full nutritious meals that actually fill me up and are actually doing good things for my body. So I'm really prioritizing making sure that I am eating enough food in the day so that I have enough energy, I have enough brain power, and I can accomplish everything that I have to accomplish. I also am going to be more diligent in avoiding foods that hurt my body. So one thing about me, fun fact, is that I'm actually gluten intolerant. But keep in mind, I'm anaphylactic to nuts and I'm anaphylactic to dairy. So I always say I'm like, I how am I supposed to cut out gluten? You know, like, that's unrealistic. If I cut it out, I'm literally eating nothing. I hate everything. Like, how is that going to work? So I will sit down and the other day I ate half a loaf of bread in one sitting. I know that it harms my stomach. I know that it hurts me. I ate a cake the other day, a dairy-free, nut-free cake, and I felt so unwell. I will literally post the picture on Instagram so you guys can see it. But I was so bloated to the point that I said to Dean, I was like, I feel nauseous. Like I feel sick because my body is in so much pain. And so I'm not going to completely cut out gluten. I don't think that's realistic to do. I love eating bread. I love eating my cake. I love eating my sugar. I'm just going to be much more mindful about it. I'm going to maybe have it once a week or maybe twice a week and not sit and eat seven pieces of bread in one sitting every single day I'm also going to focus more on adding things in rather than taking things out I've said this before I've mentioned it in other episodes but I'm going to focus on adding in more vegetables to my meals and adding in more fruit adding in some more like fiber adding in more chia seeds or whole grains like oatmeal and that kind of thing Instead of being like, I can't have sugar, we're cutting it out. We're taking it away. I can never have it because to me, as someone who has struggled with disordered eating, that causes a really restrictive mindset. And with a restrictive mindset comes my binging. And I don't want to go back into that cycle. Nothing is more important to me than having a healthy relationship with food. And I personally find that telling myself, I can't have this, I can't eat this, this is not good for me, this is not helping me, is not a good way to do it. So instead, I'm going to add more stuff in and just be super mindful about how much I'm eating stuff that physically I know I do not tolerate. And when I was in a disordered eating space, one of the biggest things I did was I would tell people that I couldn't eat something because I was scared to eat it. But I would tell them, oh, it hurts me. It's not good for me. So I am being super, super mindful of what foods actually hurt my body, aka gluten and the stuff that I'm anaphylactic to. But oatmeal and rice and potatoes and all these other starches that I used to once be scared of are actually really good for you and really good for your health and really good for your gut health. And so I'm going to be trying to add those in even more to live this healthy lifestyle that I want to live. Going off of that, another thing that I'm doing is I'm going to be mindful of how much I'm eating out per week. So I'm going to try and say, eat out like two times per week and then cook the rest of my meals at home. Dean and I love eating at home. We love cooking at home. As we know, Dean cooks me dinner every single night. So we love to do that. But I do love to go out and try new restaurants. I mean, we're young. We're in a new city. It's fun. It's something exciting but I want to try and cook more meals at home just so that I can really be diligent in the way that they're gonna affect my body and affect my health. And I also just wanna give a little disclaimer again, but when I'm talking about my physical body and my physical body's health, I'm not talking about aesthetic aesthetic doesn't matter. I'm talking about the way I feel internally and my energy levels and if I'm sluggish and if I'm bloated and in pain all the time because I know there's a ton of girls out there who are listening who can relate to the fact that when you're bloated and your stomach hurts 24 7 it's not not a good thing and it sucks and it really just can ruin your day and put you in a really bad mood. And here's a little recipe for any of my girlies that are trying to get more protein in. This is something I posted on the podcast Insta, but Dean has been making a higher protein cheese sauce that he puts on pasta. But you could put like, you could put it on nachos. You could put it on, I don't know, a sandwich. I'm not really sure on your vegetables. I'm trying to think what people put cheese sauce on. Obviously, I can't eat it, but I'm going to tell you how to make it in case you want to make it. So basically to make it he takes cottage cheese and milk, he heats it up a little bit on the stove so that it kind of becomes a little melty. Then he'll transfer that into a blender and you can either use like an immersion blender or an actual blender and he will blend it with some garlic, some hot sauce, and then the most important ingredient in it is the Kraft dinner cheese mix. So he'll add that in blend it all together and it makes a sauce and then he'll put it in the fridge put it on his pasta the next day and just add it to his meals but it's a great way to just add some extra protein into something that you already love okay another thing I'm doing for my overall physical body health is doing my skincare every single day and I am the absolute worst for this I am the worst that I'm like oh it's an extra like two minutes of my day do I really want to do it yes I do because I want to age super well I want to have amazing skin hydrated skin glowing skin and the way that I'm going to do that is not only be conscious of what I'm putting into my body internally but also the products that I'm using on my face so that's something I have to do every single day now also, dry brushing. I've heard really, really great things about dry brushing. It increases your circulation. It helps remove dead skin. So that's something I am adding in to basically just help my overall physical body and become the healthiest version that I can. Okay, another thing that we all got to add in, and I'm I'm preaching to the choir here, but another thing we have to add in is Our greens. We have to add in our athletic greens. And I'm not even just saying this because they sponsor the podcast, but. Dean and I literally take Athletic Greens every single day. My best friend Chisholm, who has been on the podcast before, she was flying through Toronto to get back to Pittsburgh the other day and she got stranded in Toronto. So she came and visited Dean and I came to our apartment and I gave her one of the packages of Athletic Greens. She took it home and she loves it. She literally loves it. She also loves the taste of it, which I think is a little wild because I mean, it is a greens powder. So how? good are they really like the people that sit and actually sip their greens powder I think are psychos but she loves the taste of it she loves it she's been taking it for two three days now and is obsessed we also just sent a whole package of them to my little brother because he wants to try them but I definitely am not getting enough nutrients every day and that's a fact, especially because I'm such a creature of habit. So I like to eat the same things all the time. And so I'm only getting certain nutrients and I'm only building certain gut flora because I'm not diversifying my foods as much as I probably should be. So uh, with athletic greens, one of the benefits is that it's giving me the nutrients that I know I'm missing. And it's one, it's one thing that I have to add into my day instead of taking a whole shit ton of pills. So the way that Dean and I do it is we literally will like make them together, cheers each other, and then we just chug. We just chug the whole thing, get it down, get it done, and then we don't even need to think about it for the rest of the day. We know that we have our nutrients, we know that we got our greens in, and I honestly feel like it has helped my bloating a ton, and it's definitely helped not to feel as lethargic and now it's kind of weird because it's actually something that Dean and I look forward to every day and I didn't think we would become that people but we are now so that's just another suggestion and if you are interested in buying athletic greens use the link down below with my code because one I'm not even gonna lie to you not only do I get commission off of it but you also get free items with your order so win-win Going off of that, something that I am focusing on is my water intake. And as we know, I used to be the queen of water. I used to drink so much water that people were like nervous I might drown. Like I love water. But ever since Dean and I moved to Toronto, I don't know what it is. I just haven't been drinking as much of it and I can definitely feel it. I feel like my skin is drying out. I don't feel as good in my body. I definitely feel more snackish, probably because I'm just thirsty and my body's so dehydrated. So it's really a goal of mine now to drink at least five hydro flasks per day and make sure that I'm getting that water in. If you don't love the taste of water, because I know that there's people who like just physically hate water, add in some Mio or add in some Crystal Light. And I know there's people who are going to tell you that it's really bad for you and all this stuff, but if it's helping you get your water in, I don't know why you wouldn't do it. I've also decided I have to drink water before I'm allowed to drink my coffee in the morning. That's something that I have been doing for a little while, but I kind of fell off of it a bit. So I'm going to make sure that I drink enough water before I start to drink my coffee. And I'm also going to limit my coffee to two coffees per day, which is really that's cutting that's cutting a lot for me. If you're an OG listener from when I was like talking about my MCAT days, but I would drink around eight to nine cups of coffee per day, which is actually like so bad for you. That's so much caffeine and caffeine's a diuretic, like coffee's a diuretic. It's like not, it's not good for your body. And I was just drinking so much coffee because I was so burnt out and I needed some sort of caffeine to get me going. And then I became tolerant to the caffeine. So I needed more and it was just a whole, whole situation. So I am cutting myself down to two to one to two, one to two cups of coffee per day and making sure that I get enough water in. Another thing we're all doing to be our healthiest selves this year is sleeping at least eight hours and I know it's tough I know it's really tough I am the worst for it when I used to work in the ICU we all know I would sleep like maybe four hours every night and it would be horrible and I would feel it in my body I would feel it in my mental state I would feel it on my skin like I your body needs time to replenish and rejuvenate and that happens while you're sleeping so if you're not getting enough rest you're going to feel it and you're going to notice it and so one of the biggest things that we're all going to do we're all going to make a promise for ourselves right now is we're going to at least try our very best to get around eight hours of sleep every single night again as i always tell you guys do as i say not as i do so i'm gonna try really, really hard. And you guys need to, too, because it's so important. But another thing that kind of goes with that is we're going to have recovery days. So we know I love to work out. We know I love to move my body. I love Pilates. I love doing my own HIIT workouts. I love treadmill walks. I love to do it. But one of the biggest issues that I have is I hate taking rest days. I hate taking days to recover and replenish my body. And honestly, it's a huge downfall. Dean preaches to me all the time that I'm literally basically eliminating all the hard work that I do in the gym by not giving my body enough time to rest and recover. And then I'm going to be more prone to injuries and I'm going to have to sit out for more time at the gym. And all in all, your body needs... Recovery. And if you look at professional athletes, they have such regimented recovery days and recovery routines. So we are all going to change our mindsets and envision ourselves as professional athletes. Like, what would a professional athlete do? They would work out four to five times a week and then take some rest days. What are they doing on those rest days? They might go to a sauna, they might go to the steam room, they're going to foam roll, they might do a cold plunge, they're going to do some stretching they're gonna go for a light light walk that's the mindset we're gonna have so in my healthy girl era I am going to try and incorporate at least one day a week where I go to the sauna or I go to the steam room and I do the cold plunge at my gym. I'm super lucky that I have that option. I know a lot of people might not have that option, but even just taking like a warm shower and stretching or foam rolling and using a Theragun if you have one. But we are going to really take care of our bodies. We are that's literally what this era is, is doing what we can to make us our best selves by taking care of the vessel that we're in. Going off of my whole bloating extravaganza that I shared with everyone, but I'm going to try and have some peppermint tea or chamomile tea, some type of tea every single night. I personally love peppermint tea. I think it's my favorite pride and joy in life. I love the taste of it. I just drink it literally the tea bags still soaking in the water like over and over. And I honestly find that it helps a bit with my bloating. When I am bloated and when I'm like having a severe bloating almost attack, peppermint tea is not going to fully help. Like, It will calm the symptoms a little bit, but it's not going to completely alleviate everything. So I'm just going to try and implement having it every single day just as a constant routine so that hopefully over time it does start to just kind of become a norm and it will start to just kind of like calm any bloating symptoms that I have. And also it's a relaxation type of technique like it once I have my peppermint tea at the end of the night after I'm done my dinner and done my dessert done whatever snacks I want I have my peppermint tea I almost tell myself like this is my time to unwind calm down and get ready to go to bed so having that one thing that kind of alerts me like okay this is the time to chill it's great so that's my peppermint tea okay moving away from our physical bodies and we're going to talk about school and work and kind of having a healthy mindset around those because I know that it can be super super difficult I also know that they are extremely stressful situations but the first thing that I'm going to try and implement in order to really preserve my health when it comes to this and preserve my mental health is setting limits so especially with Healthridge rich collective because i don't work a typical nine to five job and i'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to this you kind of set your own hours or you have a side project that you're doing you're gonna hustle 24 7. like there's not gonna be any time where you're like, okay, I'm cut off, I'm done. If I get an email at 10pm, I will reply to the email. And I think that that's really good in the fact that it shows my determination and my drive towards what I'm doing, because no one's going to do it for me. And it's up to me to really make those big moves and really put in that work. But at the same time, it's draining. It's draining when you feel like you are working all the time and you don't get a break. So I am going to try and set limits that if I get an email, I don't have to reply to it right away. It can wait a day. Something can wait a day. Unless I look at the email and I'm like, oh, this is so super important, I really need to reply to this, then yeah, of course I'm going to. But if it's just a generic email or someone reaching out about something, I can... Mark it as unread so that it stays in my inbox and it still shows me that I have this email and I can look at it tomorrow. I can look at it the day after. I can give myself a little bit of time to relax and a little bit of time to be with myself and I don't have to constantly focus on school or work. However, with school... I feel you. I understand. With school, you do have deadlines. With school, you do have exam dates. With school, you do have papers due. You have stuff that has to be done by a certain point. But what I'm really going to focus on in order to preserve my mental health around it is not procrastinate, even though sometimes you have to. Like I said, this past week, I've just been down and out. I haven't been feeling great. I haven't been feeling confident. I took some time to just procrastinate all my school tasks. And I do have a paper due tonight and I will be sitting here and I will be doing this paper, but I am going to try for most of my other assignments that are due to start them early enough in advance that if I do need to take this time and I do need to set some limits and some boundaries on how often per day I'm working on something, I can do it because I know that I'm still going to get it done before the deadline because I started it early enough. Easier said than done. I know that. I'm a student too. I get it. You want to start something two weeks in advance and it ends up that you're cramming the day of. Like, that's literally me right now. But I'm going to just try and be as mindful as I possibly can. And also, it'll help alleviate that stress a little bit. I think we can all feel and we can all sympathize and resonate with the feeling of cramming at the last minute either for a test or to get an assignment done like it's stressful it's stressful it sucks I get it so just pre-planning is something that I'm really going to try and focus on another thing when it comes to school and work and really preserving my mindset and having a healthy mindset around it. Is being confident in my abilities. And this is something that I've had to learn for a really long time. It's taken me a really long time to get to a place where I feel confident in what I'm doing. But I had to basically realize that, like, I know my shit. I know my shit. I'm not here just by luck, I'm not here just because. I, they had a spot and they needed to fill it. Like I'm here because I worked my ass off and I got to this place. And if you're in work or if you are in school, you're there for a reason. You're there and you add value to whatever team you're a part of. And you are there because of the work that you put in and you need to feel confident in your abilities and you have to just wholeheartedly believe in that because one of my biggest things was once I was done school for the day I would sit and I would start to stress like say I went and I took a test I would come home and that whole night I would be panicked that entire night I would be like oh my god did I do this question right did I not do this question right what's the answer to this how many did I get right how many did I get wrong and I would spiral and I should have in that moment been like, you know what, I'm confident in what I did. And I know that I killed it. I know that I killed it. And even if you didn't, I will talk about that in a minute. But you just need to feel confident in your abilities, because otherwise, it's going to cause your mind to constantly obsess over things and constantly stress about stuff. And that's not healthy. It's not healthy to constantly be thinking about the same thing over and over and over and over and working yourself up and giving yourself anxiety, especially when there's nothing that you can do and especially when it's over. Like, once something's done, it's done. It's out of your hands. You did the best you could. When your test is done and you hand it in, there's nothing else you're going to do. So, be confident in what you have done be confident in what you provide even with work if you're submitting a proposal or you had a pitch and you are stressing about it after the fact it's done it's out of your hands and you need to take away that power from whoever you're giving it to and bring it back onto yourself and be like you know what I did the best I could. They'd be lucky to work with me. They'd be lucky to have me on their team, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and that's all that I can do. Now, let's say you did have a test or you did have something with work and you "quote unquote" failed. Okay? You did the best you absolutely could, but it just like wasn't enough. It fell short in whatever aspect. I personally never really think of failing as like a real thing because as long as you learn from it and as long as you grow from it, I don't think that you failed. I don't know how you would fail because it made you a better person and it made you understand a concept or a situation a little bit better. What I've learned that has helped with my mental health surrounding school and work type of lifestyle is that I'm never going to be the best at everything but I'm always going to try my best and I'm going to learn the most by making mistakes and that's just the way that it's going to be especially for me. For example, my study habits and my work ethic towards school had to be developed. The amount of times that I have taken a test and I have quote unquote failed or did extremely bad, ext- like horribly bad is insane like it's happened to me so many times in junior high and high school like i was never the kid that i always had straight a's always did super well like i had to work really really hard at it but with every single bad grade that i got i tweaked my study habits i've changed the way that i approach situations and because of that and because of what i learned i now am doing extremely well in school extremely well, like ungodly well. And it's because I had to go through all those trials and tribulations and figure out what worked for me and what didn't and take those quote-unquote failures and learn from them in order to adapt how I'm going to proceed in the future. And that's something that has really helped preserve my mental health and preserved my overall health, because everything, like I said, is connected. And your mental health, arguably, I'm going to say it's the most important form of health that we need to have, especially in this era that we're all trying to be in and be the healthiest versions of ourself yeah your body's important but your mental health is more important and changing the way that i look at school and changing the way that i look at work is just a part of that okay the last category that i have surrounding this healthy girl era that we're all entering is your mindset and things that I'm doing just in day-to-day life in order to maintain a healthy mindset so the first thing that I'm doing is knowing my boundaries and making sure that I am doing things that feel good to me and things that bring me joy so an example is that as we know I just got a new job and Basically, my job is one shift a week for three hours. And in my head, I was like, you know what? I can do that. I can do one shift a week, three hours, even though I feel like I have a lot of other stuff on my plate and a lot of other stuff that kind of take priority. I know that I can commit to this one shift every single week. And I got a message today from my manager asking me if I could take on extra shifts and asking if I wanted to add on two extra shifts to my week and I basically had to say no. I basically had to say no. I mean some of it did conflict with school and I couldn't do it anyways but I'm the type of person that I would literally bend over backwards to make it work to make it more suitable for other people and this is just something that I wasn't able to do. I just wasn't able to let myself take on more because I'm already feeling burnt out, I'm already stressed out, and I knew that I wouldn't be able to basically preserve my own mental health and preserve my own physical health. It would affect my workouts, it would affect my eating habits when I'm burnt out, it would affect my mindset around a whole bunch of stuff. I'd probably become a little bit more aggressive to everyone because I'd be more stressed. And what are those two extra shifts giving me? Besides sad and anxiety, like they're not really bringing me anything extra into my life. So I had to set my boundaries and respectfully decline and move on. I just need us to all be proud of me for a minute for the fact that I said no, because if you have listened to the pod for a while and you know me from my surgical ICU days, you know that I literally would do a 12-hour night shift and then I would go back and do like a day shift and then I would change it to a night shift and then do like multiple night shifts a week and it was a whole thing and I would literally just pick up so many extra shifts to try and like help everyone and be a part of everything and it fucked me like it literally was horrendous my sleep schedule was so off it was not good I was not in a good headspace whatsoever and so the fact that I set boundaries and said I'm not able to do these is a really really big step for me and something that I need you guys to be proud of because we know that I am a massive people pleaser okay but another thing in order to preserve my mental health and really have a good mindset, is sitting and listening and listing off things that I am thankful for. And some people love to journal. Some people love to sit down and journal. I was a journal girly for a hot minute. I did love to sit and journal, but now because my schedule is a little bit more crazy, I wouldn't be caught dead sitting with a journal and like a piece of paper and a pen and like writing stuff out like I just there's no time for that I don't want to do it and honestly it gives me more anxiety because I keep thinking like there's more things I should be doing so I just list it off like even just in my head or for example when I'm on the treadmill and I'm manifesting things I will start to just list off things I'm grateful for when I'm sitting here doing homework I'll start to list things off in my head and just really reminding myself how lucky and how privileged I actually am because it's really easy for me to kind of get in a spiral and think my life sucks everything's against me nothing's working out for me when I'm in a bad headspace I mean that's fair But I really have to remind myself, like, I'm so fucking lucky. I am so insanely lucky. I am so fucking privileged, like beyond, beyond belief. And I need to appreciate and be grateful for the situations that I'm given, the experiences that I have, and just my overall life that I am living. Going off of that, one of the biggest things that I have learned through therapy, through my own experiences, in order to have a positive and like healthy mindset around situations, I have to talk them through. And sometimes I don't want to talk them through right away, and that's okay. But at some point, I have to be able to sit down with myself and talk through why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling and talk through why this is coming up for me, what is causing this, and how I'm supposed to move forward. And that's one of the best things about me being with Dean is Dean's really big with talking through emotions. And so whenever we get in an argument or a fight, like we he forces me basically to sit down and talk it through and talk through why I got upset or why that aggravated me or why that annoyed me. And I also, all the time, whenever I'm like stressed out, I will sit with Dean and I will say to him, like, I just feel really stressed out. I just feel like I'm not doing enough. I feel this. I feel this. This is why this is coming up for me. I'll call my mom and I will tell my mom the exact same thing. And having someone there to also help kind of ground me and remind me of what I'm doing is really helpful for me because... Like I said, it's really easy to basically like think that you are a piece of shit to be like super frank. Like it's really easy for you to think that you're not doing enough. It's really easy for you to think that you're not accomplishing things, but you are. And the reason that you think you aren't is because you're super hard on yourself. And so having people surrounding you who remind you like no you're doing really well, you're doing everything that you need to be doing, you're making a big difference in people's lives is extremely, extremely important. Okay, so the last thing that I'm going to share that I am going to be doing from now on to be in my healthy girl era and have this healthy mindset and overall just healthier presence in life is having me time having some uninterrupted time to unwind and be with myself. And that means no phone. And that also means like no people and just really sitting with myself. I can watch a show if I want. I could read a book, but like not... Communicating with a whole shit ton of people all the time and like sending emails or sending DMs or texting or talking in person with people, like literally just being with myself and having time to unwind. And this is really difficult, especially when you are trying to make new friends. That's something I've learned. Like, I want to go out with people and do all these things with people all the time because. Basically, I'm like trying to make friends and that's the way that you make friends. But it's also super important to have this time to yourself because for me, going out with friends all the time and meeting new people is way beyond my comfort zone, like extremely. And going outside your comfort zone all the time, is going to cause you stress. And even though it's good stress because it's something that you should be doing and it's going to help you grow, it's still stress. And you need time to be able to be with yourself and unwind and reset and calm your anxiety and reflect on what's going on. And so I am going to make it a point to spend more time with myself. And you can even take yourself on a little date. Like, I think that's such a good idea. Take yourself on a coffee date. Take yourself to the library and go sit and read a book. Like, just spend some time with yourself in order to reset and recharge so that you can go and have this great outlook on literally just life. But as I said, like for me, Being in my healthy girl era, one, isn't an aesthetic thing. It's not having so many abs and being so ripped and toned and all of that. It's not about eating the most nutritious every single day of my life and never eating sugar. Like No, I think that being in your healthy girl era is having a healthy physical body, yes, but also a healthy mental state and a healthy outlook on life and a healthy mind and a healthy spirit and a healthy environment around you. And so these are kind of just things that I am going to attempt to do and things that I currently am doing in order to get to my healthiest state in life. And I will still be eating burgers. I will still be eating my cake. I will take my rest days. I will still have breakdowns because it's normal to have a breakdown, but then I will sit and I will try and work through why that happened in order to rebuild and regrow. So this is just kind of some of the things that I am doing. I hope that you guys love this episode. Please send me any questions that you have. Please send me any topic ideas that you might have. And don't forget to share it with a friend, rate it, review it, post it to your story, send me a message. And I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye.